Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world. You are live. Yo. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. Uh, we, uh, we're going to be with you here for the next two hours. going to bring you, uh, you know, Second Amendment news, gun news, uh, all sorts of stuff, all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, I do not do the show by myself, though. I tell you that every week. Let me go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Hey, good to be back. Great to have you here, sir. Great to have you here. How are things uh, this week in the world of Earl? Doing well. Doing well. You, um, you got some uh, any, 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 good, any good travel stories? Anything cool happened on, uh, over the road this past week? He's thinking. No. He's thinking. No. 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 Same no. old, same old. Yeah, good. Good. Weather is good. Boring. Yeah. yeah just just driving uh, back uh, Other than love bug season, so I'm washing oh, the windshield boy. a lot more. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I know we talked about Ugh. love bug season last week, introduced everybody around the country to love bugs last week, but um, I, uh, I had to go to Pensacola since the last show. Yeah, up in my neck of the woods. Yeah, and um, I found the love bugs. <laughs> I found them, and they found me. And uh, listen, not only will they put a, uh, a damper on your... Um, uh, uh, on your windshield, uh, but they will also uh, um, slow you down. They hit you so hard, they slow you down. Yeah. They really do. They really do. I, w- I went through a wave of my thought rain was hitting the windshield. It's like, oh, wait, not. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you've never seen one splattered on your windshield, Ugh. it's like the upside down face of Jesus, is what it looks like. <laughs> just the way it pops and the beard comes out. It's just, it's really, it's really, dis- it's really kind of uh, disheartening. But, um, uh, you know, the Earl sitting here with you uh, as we're getting ready to do you're doing our last minute show prep. I discovered uh, a, a bit of uh, horrible news. Yes, unfortunately, uh, Tawny Katane has passed away. Tawny Katane. Um, I'll never look at the hood of a Jaguar oh, the same way oh, again. Man, oh, man. We, I think we got the music. I think we got the music here. Let's see. Let's see if we got it. Come on, that video. Oh, yeah. That video I, just. I, oh, I, yeah. The yeah. song wasn't bad, but yeah. I didn't care if the volume was up or yeah. not. I came yeah. across that video. I, I I sat down and watched. Listen, how good was she on the hood of that car during that video? David Coverdale divorced his wife and married her. 
That's how good that. That's how good she was in that video. That's how good she was. In that um, and she was already kind of a star back then. Remember, she was in the movie um, Bachelor Party with Tom Hanks. Remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in there, one of her first starring roles, and um, she, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, come on, every, every guy that lived in the eighties, right? You know, oh, little, little, yeah. little, oh, Tawny yeah. Katane was one of them. Right? Yeah, she was. She definitely was on the hit list. She was definitely on the hit list. Yep. yep. Boy, oh boy. So sorry to hear about uh, Tawny. Fifty nine years old. They haven't released why. Um, I guess she was active on social media just to, within the last couple of days. It's just uh, don't know what happened. You know, don't know what happened. You hope it's not the uh, the, the the ever uh, grabbing uh, Hollywood d- d- demise of another person with drugs or something like that. You you hope, but geez, boy, that's just that's horrible. That's horrible. You know, and I was well, thinking at one point she was married to Steven Seagal, but that was not her. That was. Um, Oh, 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 oh uh, the, the, the woman from uh, Weird Science. Weird Science. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see her face, but yeah, oh, what yeah. the heck is her name? Oh, you yeah, hit me with he that. He's married to her. Uh, we'll come up. There's people out there. Kelly sque- LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. People out there right now screaming at us, yelling, uh, beating the steering wheel. Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. So, but Tony Katane, yeah, that was, that was, those were like the, you know, side by side, you know. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Borderline. So, yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Let's jump, uh, let's jump over to some, uh, some, uh, some gun stuff, some gun news. Uh, we will. Uh, we've got. Uh, I know we got a bunch of stories to talk to you about today. Um, I think the uh, the big one is uh, we're going to talk to you about uh, the Department of Justice and the ATF's. Uh, what, they, what would we call it? We'd call it uh, their plan on ghost guns. The plan. The plan. They have the plan. They have the plan. Uh, that's come out uh, this past Friday, so we uh, we're going to give you that uh, give you that information. Um, there's. Uh, I don't know. Major Bill may or may not be here. There's a couple of crazy stories in the police world out there, so uh, you know we'll have to figure that out. Uh, what what he's going to do or whatever we're going to have to do in lieu of him being here. So let's see. Uh, oh, Mr. Todd Fossey joins us today. So Todd, ah, to good. Us yeah, uh, interesting topic. Interesting topic. I, I'll tell you what Todd wants to talk about. I'm not going to give too much of it away. He wants to talk about shot timers. Oh, wow. I'll just leave it there. He wants that, to talk about That could go yeah, multiple right, different right, right. directions. Shot timers. Yeah. So, so we're going we're gonna to do that with, 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 uh, with Todd there. From, uh, uh, listen, in the meantime, if you want to look at, look, check out Todd ahead of time, it's uh, uh, thisisids.com. That's thisisids.com. That's Integrative Defense Strategies, in case you want to do it the hard way. Uh, and, look at, and look it up like that. So uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got going on in the world here. Um... It is Mother's Day weekend. I guess we should go there. Um, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers in the world. And, yes. Um, and all of those that are, uh, I guess, children of mothers and <laughs> married to mothers. Uh, yeah, or, I'll say that's a heck of a stretch. Know, parents of mothers or <laughs> <laughs> anybody related to a mother in any way. I guess we should wish them a happy Mother's Day weekend. Anything planned uh, for, for uh, Mrs. Earl on Mother's Day? Relaxing. Taking it easy. There you go. Uh, there you go. I'm going to throw something on the grill. There you go. So, yeah, just nice, easy day at the house. We got a little reprieve here with the weather this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's only into the, the high 80s. Yeah, yeah, instead of the high 90s with yeah. the, the 100% humidity and all that crap. Um, yeah, same here. I know I have to a, uh, I have to attend a vampire's birthday party tonight. Folks, you can. You don't uh, have to. Oh no! If you don't, you choose you, to. No, no. If you don't, then you you feel his spite. He shall <laughs> he shall spite thee. That's you know? why I'm going to be right there with you. Exactly. <laughs> she is spite thee. Have you have you brought the offerings for the vampire? I've already given the offering. 
offerings. You've already given the offerings. Oh, yes. I'm trying to suck up. Huh? So, <laughs> hey, yeah. whatever works, buddy. If you ain't cheating, you ain't yeah, trying. That's exactly right. So uh, we're talking about uh, attorney uh, Kevin Maxwell, obviously, uh, MaxLawOrlando.com. He's 160 this week. I think so, yeah. 160, yeah. So, so it's a big one. That's a big step in a vampire's life, getting over 100. Now he's hitting, like, vampire uh, middle age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'd just say this, that um, um, some blood banks, compared to others, not so great with wanting to sell you the blood. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You that's just walk true. in. I'm like, give me some old stuff. But he's not going to know. He's old now. Yeah. He's, he yeah just, actually, he prefers it. Yeah. It's vintage. Yeah. Hey, ooh, vintage. That's, a good, that's a good vintage one right here. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. we will see uh, uh, Kevin tonight. He's in, uh, He's in. well, he's, it's, it's light out, so he's not allowed out yet. So <laughs> um, we'll see him uh, later on this evening when the sun goes down. It's kind of weird the way that works, isn't it? Hey, you guys want to come over? I'll see you after sundown. Every time. Huh? Every what? time with what? him. Yep. Oh. oh, that's just a coincidence, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not really a vampire. Uh, crazy. Um, let's see. Let's see. That's it. I, we, that's it. I think we got to get some other gun stories coming up for you. We've got uh, uh, get a whole program. Again, um, again, Major Bill, up in the air. Maybe. Coin flip. Yeah. Dep- depends on how busy he is violating rights. It is a good well. Holiday weekends are the best time. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people are got their they let their guards stock down. up. Oh yeah, stock yeah. Exactly up. right. Exactly right. Um, See, he he can hit his quota early. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the, exactly. That quota that he yeah. says doesn't exist. Was it? He's got no quota. He can write uh-huh. as many as he wants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. We got more for you after the break. The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, 
Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Whatever he did, that Boundary did Oak right Distillery there. is a proud supporter of military service members me, and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb. (laughs) Coming back in about a minute. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. (laughs) But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights... Ten seconds. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now... And your mic is alive? Coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Uh, bottom of the hour, bottom of the hour is when um, uh, Mr. Todd Fossey should be joining us, so we don't want to jump into anything too, too much, but uh, I do want to talk to you about some, uh, some gun Buybacks. I know we talk to you about gun buybacks all the time. This, this is a ridiculous. Oh, you mean wasting money? Oh boy, oh boy. This is a ridiculous gun buyback. This this one is. First off, folks, uh, we talked to you about this a bunch. I get that. Um, if you're taking part in a gun buyback and it's sponsored by one of your local governments, uh, they're wasting your money. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's, it's your money that they've decided to give away. Uh, if it, you're, it's it's kind of a, a a compounded double whammy. They're wasting your tax taxpayer supplied money, and you as the person turning in a firearm, you're getting gypped. Yeah. You're getting nowhere near close to fair market value. Nope, not at all, not at all. Uh, they are, these are one of the gun buybacks, one of the most ineffective ways to reduce crime. Uh, you know, if anything... I'll say it doesn't even really do anything, does yeah. it? No, anything, it, it encourages crime. When, yeah. a, when, a, when, a, when a bad guy decides... Or he hears that there's going to be a gun buyback, and you're going to give $200 back for a... He's going to go steal a gun. It's exactly right. That's what they do. They go steal the guns so they can turn them in, uh, you know, uh, with amnesty. Uh, you know, they, they can't be charged according to, the, according to the, the police that they say they're not doing anything. By the way, just to, if you think that they're really doing gun buybacks and they're not uh, taking videos of license plates and individuals' faces, yeah. you did wrong. <laughs> you did wrong. Uh, they may not be confronting you there. Uh-huh. But if one of those guns you have uh, was involved in a crime or they want you, then uh, they come in, they come in for you. They come in for you. I'm curious, though, what would a defense attorney's take be on that? Well, the person was out in public, and anybody can be uh, surveilled while out in public. Yeah, well, you can surveil them, yeah. but then is, would that be, you know, just using a 
jargon, I don't know if it's uh, appropriate or not, but fruit of the poisonous tree. You say no questions asked. Amnesty, and this is an amnesty turn-in. You turn it in, and it, right. it, it comes into... Fruit of the poisonous tree comes when I've committed an illegal action, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's evidence resulting from it. Me telling you that um, I'm not going to record you, uh, that's just a lie. That's an investigative tool. I get to lie to you all the time. You're allowed to lie to the bad guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It is a well, no, officer. I wasn't doing 75 miles an hour. <laughs> okay. Then we let the judge decide. Yeah. yeah. It's um, getting where they're almost like politicians. It's a. It is. It is an investigative tool. Listen, when you've got a, when you got a you know clearly deranged dude or girl in the, in the box and you're doing the interview and you're trying to build that rapport. Um, Listen, you may have to tell a lie or two. Listen, you don't tell lies that say, listen, if you tell me the truth, I'll let you go. Uh-huh. Okay, it's stuff like, oh, yeah, um, who hasn't broken into a house for a little extra money every now and then? <laughs> That's the kind of lie you're Not allowed me. to tell. Right. That's the kind of lie you're allowed to, you're allowed to tell. You, 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 can't, you can't lie to them about you know, their, their sentence, their judge, the, the God, their religion, anything like that. But you can tell lies as part of the investigation. You're like, like, oh, yeah, I mean... She looks like she was thirty, dude. She didn't look like she was seventeen, right? That's it. And you, because you want them to go, yeah, right, exactly. I mean, I thought she was thirty. You know, that's that's part of the investigative tools. Oh, that that's yeah. where I I really remember. You know, I hear Kevin's voice in my head very clearly and loudly. Lawyer. Look, exactly right. Lawyer. 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 Uh, all right, back to back to gun buybacks. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. An Eastern Ohio Stark County prosecutor. Uh, is putting together a turn-in program for later this month, but he wants it to be known that he doesn't want any legally possessed guns. No guns that are legally possessed, Earl. So now he's going out in, going right out in the open and saying, <coughs> I want you to bring me guns that are possessed illegally. Because remember, there's only, you and I have only identified one gun that's an illegal gun. I don't even remember what that was. It's a gun with the serial number scraped okay. off of it. Yep. 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 Other than that, a gun cannot be illegal. What you do with the gun is illegal. But the right. gun by itself is never illegal. Right. right. Yeah, that's what, you know, like they, they keep saying, "Oh, we're going to get illegal guns off the streets." All yeah, yeah. firearms created right. are created legally. Correct. Correct. Whether they have a serial number yeah. on them or not. Yeah. If like you said, if they have a serial number and you remove it, Correct. That is an illegal action. Correct. That firearm was created legally. Correct. Correct. Now, I, every time I hear illegal guns, I think, what do, what do we got? We got guns coming across the border without doing paperwork? What do we got here? Well, we had yeah. some, but they were going they were, south. They were going out. Yeah, and they, they were, were going, going out, out. They weren't coming Fast in. and furiously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were heading exactly. out. Exactly. So, so this prosecutor has said, uh, we, will, we only want uh, guns that are illegal. They are targeting illegal and stolen guns on the street, not legal gun owners. So if you're a legal gun owner and you've decided, I don't, you know what, I'm just, uh, for whatever reason, I, I, I have a drinking problem. I don't want a firearm. I'm, uh, I don't enjoy shooting anymore. Um, I, you know, it just reminds me of the war or whatever it happens to be. And you decide you don't want it anymore. You, you can't take it to them. They won't take it. Mm. They, they, they won't take it. So uh, they... Uh, they, they they say no questions asked, but if it's no questions asked, how do they know if it's legal or yeah legally exactly. owned? Or yeah, you know. I look at it, you know, uh, it, it may be a you know a day only, but a, a government program's getting picky. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, criminals aren't going to turn in black market guns for $100 when they could get far more on a gun by selling it on the streets. I just don't see this effort as leading to anything productive, says the author. Um, yeah, listen, gun buybacks are a joke. We, we absolutely know that. Um, you uh, Again, if you have a firearm and you want to get rid of it, uh, folks, uh, uh, call your, your local dealer. Uh, ask them if they take trades or they buy guns. Uh, and, and you know what they're going to give you for it? Fair market value. Now, listen, a dealer is going to give you somewhere between 50 to 75% of the value of that gun because guess what? They, they need to resell it. They can't yeah, buy at cost and sell at cost and expect to stay in business. Right, right. You know, they, yeah, like I said, they've got, they've got to make some money. That's how they keep their doors open. But I, except for, the, the generally speaking, the rust buckets or the basket cases, as in parts are falling, yeah, a, falling right, apart, right. they will probably give you, again, generalizing, they'll easily give you double what any oh, government sure. agency is offering to, yeah. for you to just simply turn it in and walk away. Now, granted, though, just just to be, you know, at the, the new modern jargon on uh, on news and everything, to be completely transparent, yeah. the uh, dealer will offer you more money, but then also you will have to fill out some paperwork, you know, because the, the dealer has yeah. to log in who... Right. They, they receive he's that firearm from. He's going to give you a receipt, and he's going to get a copy of your, your driver's license or copy down the information from your driver's license because they have to know who the firearm comes from. That's, right. That's, right. That's just, you know, like, you know what, because that's responsible gun ownership. Um, that's, that's what that is. The, uh, uh, and guess what happens then? They're not going to shuffle the door out the back door through some loophole and give it to somebody else. No. Um, your gun, uh, when, when purchased by somebody else, that somebody else will fill out the paperwork and will get a background check. Yep. So if you're worried about... The gun being on the street and somebody getting it that shouldn't have it, the dealer's probably the best place to put it. Yeah. Because they're going to make sure the next person who gets it is going to be legally allowed to own a firearm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just that, that that's what the law is, so you follow the law. Because then also, too, that is a backup, or if you're lazy, you can rely on that. You know, if, if you do sell or, uh, or give a firearm to a friend, family member, something like that, right. or, you know, sell it to, a, to your buddy across the street, you know, as being a responsible gun owner, you should maintain some type of documentation of at least, you know, time and, da- you know, date of, you know, and who and all that, just in case anything ever happens. Yeah. You know, 15, 20 years down the road. Exactly right. Hey, what happened to, you know, what, you know, what'd you do with this? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Yeah. But you take it to your dealer. Yeah. Trade it in on something, just outright sell it to them. As long as they're still in business, they have to maintain those records forever. Exactly right. So it's there. What did you do with your gun? Eh? Sold it to the dealer. Yeah. Yep. Go, go check him out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and then exactly right. That's the best way to do it. Um, listen, I, I, I maintain records of uh, you know cars I've sold, right? Um, but ask me what those records are. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got it written down somewhere. File cabinet somewhere. I don't know where, but it's written down I Took somewhere. a picture of a guy's driver's license three phones ago. You know? <laughs> 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 it was back before there was the cloud, you so know. I'll say Siri doesn't maintain that far no, back. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a that's our recommendation. Do you you, you want to get rid of a gun? You just sell it to a dealer. Uh, they're going to give you some money for it. They're going to give you more than you're going to get from a traditional gun buyback. Uh, it's actually going to be uh, you know cleaned, maintained, and go back through a uh, uh, through a, a background check before somebody else gets it. So you know everybody comes out. The economy's good. Uh, you get a few extra bucks in your pocket. And uh, you don't look like one of these morons over at the gun buybacks, you know, just um, 
turning in uh, Grandpa's three thousand dollar rifle, and they give you a twenty five dollar gift card for Walmart for it. Oh. You know? Hey, listen, your gun might be worth $25, and the dealer's going to tell you it's worth $25. Yeah. But they can still dispose of it for you, too. And yeah. if it's crap, they can dispose of that, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I still remember the horror story yeah. of one of our friends telling us that they had a, uh, oh, uh, yeah, what the, was a first-generation Kel-Tec yeah. before it was actually Kel-Tec. It was Grendel, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. just, you know, seeing yeah. it going down the line of, yeah. all right, it's going to be destroyed. No! Folks, we get back from the break. We're going to have Mr. Todd Fossey with us, so uh, enjoy your break. We'll see you in a few. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids Perfect. out there in the are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this... All right, check out Todd here on the line. Your local children's chair. Everyone hear me? An older child with your family provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact KidsPeace at one 866 or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. That's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, you are live. .com Studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, we go back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Uh, listen, um, you know what? We're just gonna jump in. Forget it. Forget it. I was gonna bring something else up, but we're just gonna. We don't want to take that time away from Todd. So, uh, hey, folks, uh, please welcome back to the program uh, from Integrative Defense Strategies, Mr. Todd Fossey. Todd, welcome back to the program. Hey guys, how's it going? Great to great to be here. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing all right, Todd. I'm sure um, you've heard. Uh, we've all heard. It's 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 a time of mourning for all of us that lived in the '80s of uh, the passing of Tawny Katane uh, yesterday and today. No, I didn't know that. I know. Yeah, we just found out right before we went to air. They heard they heard it on the news. Oh, I'm 
I'm so bummed right now. I know, I know, I know. My wife and I jam out to White Snake videos all the time. Yeah, we just had it. We just had it up. We we read it up last segment. It's just just, a, just amazing. Horrible news, uh, you know. And uh, and you know and, and what, ha- what happened? We don't how, know yet. Do, do we know how she died? We don't know yet. All they're releasing is that um, uh, she uh, she was active on social media. She tweeted something out on Thursday, and then this morning at 59 years old, they announced uh, she passed during the night sometime. So uh, uh, we will find out uh. soon enough, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All all men from the '80s are mourning right now. I'm just anybody, any of us that lived through it. Oh, so, no doubt yeah, about yeah, it. Yep, yeah. no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, horrible stuff. But but you know what? That's uh, we're we're past it. We're moving beyond. We're going to stay professional. We're gonna we're gonna get to get the folks, <laughs> right. get the fans what they want. Um, Todd, I teased everybody earlier, and I told them when you come on, I gave them two words for your topic. I said Todd's going to be talking to us about. Shot timers, and that's it. Left it right there, left it right there. And everybody, everybody yeah. knows you're not a salesman. Everybody knows you're not selling them shot timers, but uh, but that we no. probably had a good uh, no. couple of segments on shot timers, and uh, and and I'm just gonna let you go with it. You go right ahead. Well, I'm looking forward to chopping it up with you guys on the topic. And before I get too far down the road, I want to let everyone know that. Um, I, I, while I have a, a specific opinion on, on tr- uh, training for defensive shooting with shot timers, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, and I'm not here to bash shot timers. I do use shot timers, and I'm cool with shot timers, but only to a certain extent. I, I think that the current training paradigm and the way that things have been in the past have sort of overemphasized the importance of the shot timer for defensive shooting. For competition shooting, I think that's a little bit different, right? right. Because competition shooting is very quantitative and things are scored in time so that's going to be slightly different but that's more of a game yeah where the variables are are very predictable right but when we're talking about you know defensive shooting the variables are not repeatable and they're not predictable and i think that we want to be careful about how we're presenting the the reality for the use of shot timers and training because i think you know given our our culture and given sort of the past of how Hollywood has portrayed defending yourself with a firearm, especially with, with the, the old Wild West, you know, gunslinger movies. We have this idea that defending yourself with a firearm is kind of like this duel at high noon. Right. And we kind of have this pride. We have this pride based on who's the fastest gun in the West. Now, don't get me wrong. Some, some people out there are listening thinking, well, that means Todd's not fast with a gun. That's not true. <laughs> I practice every single day. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. consistently a sub a sub one second draw from concealment onto an eight inch bull at 21 feet. Right. But really, that doesn't really mean that much to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, a shot timer is kind of like a scale to measure your weight. I only step on the scale a few times a year to measure my weight. It's really about how I'm weaving good principles into the fabric of my life. And then every now and then, I can I can look in the mirror. I can see how my clothes fit. It's more of a qualitative experience. Right. I know what I've been eating, I know what my fitness and my exercise levels have been, right? right. It's the same with, with, with drawing a gun. The more that you practice, the more you have a feel for what your speed is, and we want to, and, and the more that we practice, the, the faster we become, right? And yeah. it's very similar to when we're, when we're drawing a handgun, right? Yep. We can kind of check in with our shot timer, you know, two, three times a year, just to kind of have a good idea for for where we're at, but even then, that's really only just a slice of time. We're we're only just seeing where we're at in that moment. That doesn't give us any real, you know, overarching 
uh, analysis for, for where our draws are at. Regularly, I'll go to a class, and I'll see the instructor go down the line with a shot timer. And the first couple of shots for each student sometimes aren't even on paper. Right. And then they'll get to a shot where they're finally sub-1-5 seconds onto, on paper, and they'll go, write it down, sub-1-5, and they'll go down the line until everyone gets sub-1-5, and then they'll say, all of my students are sub-1-5. No, no, they're not sub-1-5. <laughs> that's a, you're, you're, that's a that, that, right, you're, you're, you're spinning the data into something that's going to be a marketing point for you. And right. so now people think that they can do things that they can't do, and they don't go home and practice. Right. Right. So I just want to put this in into into and there's many other points too, but I just kind of want to put this into perspective a little bit so that we can have a dialogue for the listeners' consideration for where we can where we can put the shot timer, you know, where where does the shot timer belong in reality when we're talking about defensive shooting? What are your thoughts, Michael? Oh, listen, you've used the shot timer in in competition, uh, you know, but but I think uh, Earl and I have both said here that we don't go to competition to compete. We go to competition to to train with you know with, in a different manner, exactly. a different a different standard. To us, it's it's uh it is it is a game, but to us, it's uh, you know let's go to a different environment, let's do something different. As for for me, I use the shot timer along the lines of what you mentioned, Todd, of simply a, a scale to to go by. I it, to me, it's it's just something to kind of keep in the back of my mind as a simply a reference point. Well, my accuracy is pretty good, and I'm just coming up with with some you know numbers as an illustration. Um, I'm shooting you know from from uh, beep to to draw and shot on target. I'm doing two seconds, and my I'm I'm hitting bullseyes. Well, maybe I need to focus on doing it faster to see if I can bring that time down, and also bearing in mind uh, how my accuracy goes. If my accuracy starts going wild. You know the the groupings are opening way up. Then maybe you know go back to you know find that happy medium to where I'm I'm as fast as I can be accurately. Yeah, you're looking for slow as smooth, right. smooth as exactly, fast. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and when we're but when we're, when we're doing that, I want I I want to communicate to the audience that you're isolating a kinetic skill. Yes, that's that's what we're doing right there. We're isolating a kinetic skill wherein. In reality, what's going to make you faster is how quickly and how accurately you can make decisions. Right. Yeah. Yes. You're going to have to be processing multiple variables during a real-life encounter under extreme stress and compressed time. That's how, how fast and how accurately can you make a decision, and, and how good is that decision? That's going to be the most important thing. And then the timing. Timing is going to be when you make your move, knowing that most defensive shootings are happening during armed robberies. Yeah. And oftentimes against uh, an impact weapon or an edged weapon, right? Right. So knowing when to go is even more important, in my view, for how, when how fast you go. So that way, the speed that you have is really the icing on the cake. It's the dessert, right? It's not the main course, right? And the dessert is nice, but sometimes you can run fa- you can run your gun faster than what your decision making is. Does that make sense? Oh, it, it absolutely. So now does. your gun yeah. is running so fast, but now you've got yourself in legal problems because you ran your gun faster than what a sound a sound decision would be in terms of use of force. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, and as as, uh, as juvenile as it sounds, I remember a, 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 a I think it was a Charlie Brown cartoon where they were the kids were playing you know uh, they were gunfighting and the one kid said. Bang bang! I got you. And he said, "Hey, I'm on your team." And he goes, "Well, it's a good thing I missed, you know, <laughs> because because that's the brain. You know, you could you could train you could train the physical actions 
to to be you know uh, sub one or sub one five, uh, and you 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 get that. Um, I, I like I do like the shot timer in training because listen, we can we can simulate as as much stress as 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 we can, but we can't simulate all the stress of a, of, a, of a gunfight. The the timer is one of those additives to stress. It it, it it puts that little stress factor in there, and when you have that when you get to that mm-hmm. stress level. That's when you really build that that muscle memory. You know that that's where it becomes subconscious. You know what you're doing, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I like it for that. I don't like it for the aspect of how fast were you. I like it for the concept of uh, I'm going to reinforce the training mm-hmm. with the with that buzzer. Yeah, I'm 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 achieving this level of accuracy at this kind of time frame. But and, but you're right. And, and listen, none of it means anything unless you're fast on your decision making process. Right. Exactly. Um, and and that's a uh, that's more. That's more important. You listen. You could. Yeah, you which, could be. You could be. Listen. You could be Jerry Micklick, but if you can't decide that fast what's good and what's bad, you shouldn't be pulling the trigger. Right. Exactly. Uh, and um, you know, another way that you can induce stress is through scenario training with non-lethal training munitions. And exactly right. Your heart rate will. You know, it, especially if you're newer at it, yeah. your heart rate will definitely go up. And you know, it's sort of like you know, if for for the older people who are listening, Jerry Rice. Yeah. You know, Jerry Rice in football had amazing game speed. No, it's, no one could catch him on the field, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you timed him in a forty, he he wouldn't have made the NFL with the with yeah. the modern NFL modern NFL yeah. combine, right? Yeah. He needed to but hear the starter pistol. Speed, he his needed- timing, <laughs> and he was a yeah. gamer. He knew yeah. how to get open. It's it's kind yeah. of like that with shooting as well, right? Todd, hold Knowing on one second. We're gonna, we got to run into the break is. here real quick. So hold on, hold on. Let me yeah. stop you there, and then we're gonna come into the break, and okay. then when we come back. That's where we're gonna go. We'll pick off with uh, with Jerry Race because that's the perfect example. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. The Deltex PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com. Your mic is live. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. On the line with us, we have Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Todd, before we jump back into the topic, because we always run out of time at the end, tell everybody how to get a hold of you, follow you, and see everything that you do. Oh, thanks for that. Um, you know, the, probably the best way to follow us uh, would be on our YouTube channel, um, Integrative Defense Strategies on YouTube. We're always putting out tons of educational um, and training content for you guys, for your benefit on YouTube. Also on Facebook, check us out there. We're also posting lots of educational and training content in terms of, you know, videos and articles and things that we produce um, for your benefit. So those are probably the best two ways. And then our website, you can always check us out. Integrate or This is IDS. Com. This is IDS.com, especially for those of you who are interested in our style of training where we certify instructors across the country. So appreciate that. Uh, of course. Uh, and, folks, make sure you check it out. Uh, don't just don't just do it and pay it lip service. Make sure you do it. Um, uh, Todd, uh, we left off. We were talking about how uh, you know, shot timers was the topic. And they, they have, their, have their benefit. They have their cons. So the benefit in the training world is that uh, you know, it, it can get you some speed. And then we started to talk about uh, you know, the speed means – nothing without uh you know with without that decision making process and uh, and uh, to to steal a line from uh what is it from Mandalorian it was uh when Luke said um um talent is nothing or skill is nothing without training or talent is nothing without training uh, i think i think he said when yeah. we were talking about baby yoda so not not to get too corny but it kind of seemed important, but but let's go there. Let's. Go, I mean, you really you could be the fastest draw in the west, yeah. the east, wherever. Uh, if you don't have the decision making process for when to draw and when to pull the trigger, it doesn't matter at all. Yes, yeah, what I call fight IQ. You know, getting yes. back to Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice had amazing game IQ in the game of football. He knew when and how to get open, and he was fast on the field. But his forty times weren't really that fast. Not that. Speed, speed is, you know, that, that'd be great if he would have been faster, right? But he, he had the timing. He understood the game. He knew how to get open. He knew how to stay open. He knew how to score. He was a, he was a gamer. Yeah. And also, some people just have, are just more athletic, right? Yeah. They just have raw speed. That's what their attribute is. But they don't have possessed the other holistic skills that should go, go along with speed. Some people are just natural shooters as well, right? Kind of like basketball, yeah. right? There are some people who are just natural shooters, but... They don't have really great game IQ, and and so it's kind of like that with the NFL. Like there are some really amazing athletes that could go to the NFL Combine and really get amazing scores in the NFL Combine, but they don't get signed by the NFL because they they don't possess the skill to right. operate at that level. Yeah, the absolutely. Stakes, right. The stakes for what we're talking about are higher, right? We're <laughs> talking about life and death and going to prison for thirty years or not. Yeah. So we have to be just as skilled as those professional athletes, in my opinion. We need to have that same level of competence going into, if we're going to be carrying a lethal weapon, that's an awesome responsibility. And this also sort of also leads me into a philosophy that we have at IDS for everyone's consideration on. Our, our philosophy around training is more of a performance-based training model versus an outcome-based training model. What I mean by that is we want to get the most out of that person for what their personal and personal and physical attributes are, for what their personal context is, for what their circumstances and lifestyle is. People are not robots that are all stamped out in a factory. 
that are all exactly the same, and they're not even the same from moment to moment, and everyone has different circumstances for what they have to deal with, right? Some are in an office place where they want to be armed, some are soccer moms, some are more interested in home defense. Some, some people are jewelers, and they you know, are transporting amounts of cash and jewelry. There's all different types of circumstances. So we want to, we want to tailor it to the individual, whereas outcome-based training is, say you have five different levels of certification, right. and they have to reach specific quantitative benchmarks in order to reach the next level. Well, I have an 85-year-old student, Wild Bill Munson, who's, who's excellent. He, he's very proficient. Mm-hmm. But do I give him the same standards as I would a 23-year-old college athlete? Of right. course not. Right. I have to fit. I have to fit the training to what his circumstances are, not what the circumstances are for everybody. So, yeah. this is why, at our opinion, is we steer away from these these hard standardized quantitative outcomes, and we said we want to have a qualitative approach that's more about enhancing the performance of the student over time. Than kind of that one that one specific moment that may or may not mean anything over the, or in the grand scheme of things. No, no, it makes sense. Listen, you get that boiler boiler boilerplate training strategies. Man, wow! <laughs> Spit it out. That's boilerplate training. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's a bad word. Boilerplate training <laughs> strategies. Wow, that one just it just stumped Ugh. me. Yeah, it. I'm sitting here thinking about shot timers. I can't even concentrate. Um, yeah, you, yeah, listen, that, that 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 might help that group if every like you said, if everybody is here for the same task, we all face the same scenario every day. We all have the fame, the same basic skills. That might work, but but that doesn't that never happens. You never have the same group of people. I mean, maybe at you know military basic right. training or something you do, but you don't have that anywhere yeah. else. And if you're training. Right. For just one set of scenarios, then then you're letting your students down. Yeah, exactly. Especially where the variables are predictable, you know exactly what those variables are going to be. But in reality, the variables are not predictable or repeatable. Um, you know, going along those lines, I, again, I, I think that standardization has its place. So, for example, I could rationalize it anyway. So, law enforcement context, while it's not ideal. I could see why law enforcement would say, well, we need to have a standard because we work in the public sector. We want to show that law, that law enforcement can meet a certain standard. Or military, where they say, look, we have specific standards in order for people to qualify to be on a certain team. or Because it's, it's a public thing, and there's a lot of standardized operating procedures where things are a little right. bit more, are a lot more uniform than they would be for a citizen defender who's yeah. dealing with a wide variety of different unpredictable variables that are going to be much different in context. So I could say, okay, I could rationalize that. It's not ideal. I think it has its place, but then we need to break away from that. We need to be, we need to be far more adaptable with our principles, right? We need to have adaptable principles as opposed to having these rigid set of standards and techniques that really, that's, to me, that's what reality-based training is. That's what we call ourselves, reality-based training that really revolves around the reality of that individual as opposed to imposing a standard onto reality. It fits the individual as opposed to the individual fitting the standard. Does that make sense? It, it, it does, and, and, I, and I agree with you. I think in uh, you know military and law enforcement, there should be a standard, but it should be we should be calling it the minimum standard of proficiency, uh, and we should continue mm. to train after that. Mm. Uh, on the civilian world, I want to see you know, citizen defenders seek out and get as much training as they can. Uh, on the flip side, uh, as an absolutist uh, of, of, from the Second Amendment, um, in, in my opinion, there should be zero training requirements to carry that firearm. Now, we know every responsible adult seeks out more training. 
You know, they, they, they might, you listen, some might take it slower than others. Some might take it a lot faster because of the availability of it. Yeah. But, but they, they need to get the right training, and that's what we're talking about, you know, getting that right training and moving forward. You don't want to waste your, 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 your time and your money on some 40-year-old, yeah. uh, you know, shoot the, shoot the target at 25-meter concept. Exactly. Exactly. We're living in a new paradigm now. We have a much better understanding of modern training, you know, uh, modern training science and the, skill, the science around skill acquisition. We have a much better idea of what that is. Well, I'm not here to, t- some people will hear me say that and they think that I'm here to, like, you know, bash those courageous pioneers of the past yeah. that, you know, that yeah. were, that really forged a, a path for where we're at today. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not here to take anything away from them. I'm just saying, we're living in a modern paradigm now. We're li- we have a much better understanding for how this works. And then to piggyback something else off of what you said, Michael, really, you know, it's really about self-responsibility and self-determination. Awesome. However, I think that it's going to be important that leaders in the community like yourself that are doing such a great job of important, imparting what the reality is of that responsibility of carrying a farm, what the reality is for the variables that they will be faced with, and what the consequences and stakes are in reality. Exactly, Tom. We got right. That's thirty seconds left. Part for people like you to yeah. We got thirty seconds left. Yeah, I'm gonna let you take me, us that's out an there. Important Go ahead. message yeah. for people like you yeah. to continue to to continue to sell that message right. to people. That sells a bad word, but to share that message with people so that people have a grasp of what the reality is, and then they don't have this. A, a false idea of what it is because the population tends to be trained by the media and trained by Hollywood and trained by video games and trained by, you know, what their uncle told them, right? Which may or may not be accurate, right? Exactly this right. is why we want to be, we like to root our opinions based on what the data and evidence is. Exactly. Todd, thank you for joining us again. We'll have you back here in the next couple of weeks. Folks, go to thisisids.com. That's thisisids.com. Until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready... Get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! 
It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around. Your mic is live. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be guiding us through the uh, remainder of the program here. Just about an hour left to go. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the program by myself. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah. Hey, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, how was your break? Everything all right for you? Very well. Yeah, very well. There you go. Very good. Very good. Um, uh, during the break, I got a text, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I used to give out, Kevin's, I give out Kevin's phone number all the time, right? And, I know, do, too. Well, he's an attorney, and, you exactly. know, people do it. But exactly. Well, evidently, he's given my phone number out. Here's another. Ooh. Here's another. Yeah, here's another. Here's another <laughs> Payback. <term>. Yeah. <laughs> Use coupon Kevin ten percent and get ten percent off your medications. Visit CenturyXPharmacy.com. So, thanks, Kevin. Thanks. I'll bring I'll bring you the little. Uh, what, what do you want? The little blue pill? Is that the one you want? I'll talk about a leave. What are you talking about? That's for his swollen neck. Sore neck. Sore neck. A little anti-inflammatory. Stiff neck. Stiff neck. He's stiff got neck. stiff neck. Got a stiff okay. Neck. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get those all the time now, and it's always and, and somehow the name Kevin. It's like it's like hello, Kevin. You know, uh, you know, would you like to buy? And I'm like, what? What is this? And I finally figured it out what he was doing. My, so I don't know if he shared my phone number or not, but I'm I keep getting uh oh, I can't remember now. It's, it's a woman's name. I want to say Janice. Hey Janice, are you interested in selling your property at such and such address? I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Wait, is it, is it your property or somebody else's? It's somebody else's property. Oh, but then sell it. Me, yeah, then sell it. it. Sure, not yeah, yeah. a problem. Send the check. Yeah, have them text the money to you. <laughs> <laughs> send it over. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the What's the new one? The Pay app? Cash app? Cash app. Yeah, have Cash app, cash Vimeo, app. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Apple Pay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Just, just send it to you. PayPal. No, no. Screw PayPal. They're anti-gun. Yeah, they, they, they are. They really are. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I just. I, I, I get that. Um, hey, let's uh, let's jump into. A topic here because uh, you know, pick people, a topic, any topic. Oh, first I want to thank Todd Fossey for last segment, oh, yeah. last couple segments. That's, I wish we had more time. Yeah, always I mean, do. I, always he, do. He comes up with topics and everything. Uh, you know, I think I got a good grasp yeah. on it, and he puts a spin on it. Yeah, like, crap, I didn't think of that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I love the fight IQ. I yeah, the, exactly. Fight IQ. Like, man, though, how long have we been doing this? How come we couldn't think of that? Though, though I do have to admit, you know, something on, on a personal note to where, you know, because of. Let's just leave it as your 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 past lives of yours and Kevin's. Yeah. Uh, very very colorful. If you if uh, ever if 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 our listeners are ever able to sit down at a bar and and relive the the past stories like I have with you guys, that was something I think I mentioned to you years ago. Uh, I'm I'm fairly confident in my skills in my methodology of the equipment I use. My biggest concern is, am I going to recognize what's happening? 
soon enough. You know, it's, it's really weird that you mentioned that. It, 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 like two days ago, um, I recalled the conversation. <laughs> and, and we decided that, yeah, we need to get the three or four of us and, and go do a few stacks on some houses, on some doorways, uh, and just get there with each other. And I thought, well, we need to do that. We still we need to do that. So when we see, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the godfather later today, uh, <laughs> that's a, I may mention it to him, you know, and, uh, and maybe we'll go do that. Because, uh, yeah, that's something that we just, just – because the timing never – Never got all of us in the same location to do it at once mm-hmm. uh, and get on that uh, that page with each other. So, um, yeah, that's 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 pretty neat that you bring that up because that was actually maybe it was during my seven eight hour drive back from Pensacola the other night at <laughs> three in the morning. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yeah. How fast are you? Because I drive it much slower regularly, and it takes me seven hours to go to go out of state. You must have stopped along the way a few times. Um, my journey was, uh, let me think, it was, now remember, I'm coming from way this side of town compared to where you start on way the other side of town. It took me six and a half hours. All on, right, okay. On one trip, it did take me seven, but I did stop to, uh, uh, to do a little uh, vehicle maintenance in the middle. Okay. Preventative maintenance. Nothing, nothing happened. but um, Didn't get stranded on the side of the road? Nope, did not, did not. Did not. Um, I let's see. I know we've talked to you about this before. I want to talk to you about this again. The officer out of Idaho uh, that did the uh, the the funny TikTok video with. Um, uh, I know of it, but I haven't, oh boy, I haven't boy, sat boy, down boy, and watched boy, okay. it yet. Okay, and, you know it's it's thirty seconds long. It's a it's a it's a cop sitting there in his uniform. His name is uh, Nate Sylvester, and uh, I don't know the county he works for up out of Idaho, but he was. Uh, he did a little TikTok video, and it said uh, it's basically him answering the phone, going uh, uh, or answering a, a dispatch call for two people fighting. And he goes, he says something along the lines of, uh, "Okay, well, hold on, let me. Did you put a call in the LeBron to see what he says?" Uh, <laughs> and then he, he tells the people to stop. Then LeBron calls, and he goes, "LeBron, hold on, what should I do?" Uh, and then it just ensues from there. He, you know, he takes LeBron's advice and and does all of that kind of nonsense. Well, he did it in uniform. And uh, I guess the agency decided uh, they didn't like that image. It was clearly meant humorous. There was no, nothing bad. No, no, no. Nobody was put down. He didn't put LeBron down or anything like that. So he he did it, and um, it's he got suspended for a week. Uh, he got suspended for a week. Well, a friend of his put up a, a a GoFundMe site, and I think they were looking to get a couple thousand dollars out of it. You know? Okay. Um, it has since gone up it's been up less than less than a week uh it, it's gone up the 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 maximum limit because they keep busting what they were th- what they're collecting uh the last time i checked was when we were reviewing stories yesterday it was uh, over five hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. nice um and it's going up you know exponentially uh, uh, every day now uh, uh, uh nate there deputy nate uh sylvester said listen um I'm going to take a chunk of this uh, for, for what I got suspended for. Um, I'd also like to take um, my family on a vacation. You know, we've, we've yet to have any vacation time with the job. We were short manpower and everything else like that. Right. The rest of it, I'm going to be donating to uh, other organizations and other law enforcement families in need. Um, so this has kind of become a not a give money to Deputy Nate Sylvester GoFundMe account, but give money to them. And they're going to be getting it to 
other law enforcement officers and their families in need. Now, listen, you know, that, that, that includes sick kids, bad insurance, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe somebody did get suspended for doing the right thing. Maybe somebody's got a legal defense because some overzealous prosecutor. Um, but but Deputy Sylvester has got this money, and he says, those are the people I'm going to be helping with this money. I'm going to be donating it back to them. Good. This wasn't meant for me. This Good. was meant for me as a cop, and now I'm going to help other cops. Good. Yeah. So, uh, and meanwhile, uh, still no word from LeBron. Yeah. Imagine uh, on, that. Yeah, exactly. Imagine right. that. Uh, folks, listen, uh, obviously we've got more, more show coming up for you. Stick around. we got uh, plenty more coming back for you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back in three, two, one, one. Lift off! Oh, wait. Break time. The Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. Coming back in one minute. Not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. 
We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Here we go. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag Studios, your mic is live. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, let's see. Uh, Earl and I are just sitting here planning Mother's Day for tomorrow. No, no, I want you. I don't want you to think that we don't have anything already planned. We're just discussing the finalization, uh, the, 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 of the, the, the a little fine tuning of the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, how do we? How to make the 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 experience even, maximum effective? There you go. There you go. Exactly right for the for the mother involved there. So, uh, ghost guns. We need to talk to you about ghost guns. We need to get this out to you. We need to tell you what the uh, Department of Justice uh, proposed rule says about ghost guns. Uh, Listen, they're, they're. Wait a minute. Are, are, are these the ones with the, the 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 thirty mag clip in half a second? That's the ones. Exactly right. Exactly Ugh. right. Um, that moron. Uh, ghost guns, Earl. These are the ones that when you're sleeping at night, they come through your room and go. Ooh, yeah, they're ghost guns. Uh, take they, me to the range. Take, take me to the range. Take me to the range. I want some nine millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know how the best way to flaunt your uh, you show off your wealth How's in this that? day and age? How's that? How's that? <laughs> Go and shoot a box of nine mil at a plywood target. Oh man! Maybe a couple of two by sixes holding it up. Oh, just uh, I got, some, I'm you know some, you, some hollow some hollow point one forty seven. Yeah, grade. yeah. Oh. It used to be I'm lighting cigars with hundred dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. Now it's I'm burning up my ammo at the range <laughs> on a plywood target. Oh boy, that's true. So true. So true. Uh, ghost guns. Listen, uh, first off, before we even get into this, I want to let you know that uh, the law says the law, the Constitution, uh, excuse me, the Congress uh, makes the laws, uh, and the law says that you're allowed to make your own firearm. Now yes. there are restrictions. If you decide you're going to make a bunch of them or you're going to sell them, right? You either have to have a license to manufacture or you have to have a. Put serial numbers on them after you. Let's say you've owned one for one or two years that you've had and you don't like it anymore. You're allowed to sell it, but you have to put a serial number on it. Yeah. Um, there's certain rules out there, but you're allowed to make your own gun. You're allowed to make your own class three firearms, except the machine gun. That you can't oh, make any new machine dang guns. Dang it. Uh, which is another infringement, but you know. Um, the uh, So you're, you're allowed to make your own guns. Well, the ATF has decided that they want to reinterpret that language. Imagine that. And that's what the ATF does. They decide. They're going to reinterpret certain things and going to enforce them differently. Well, you know, I kind of hope. I kind of hope that, uh, you know, I, I, they, they come trying to reinterpret with me. <laughs> I really do. Because I'd love to have my name tied to a court case where we, where we, where we beat the ATF and uh, the judge said that they have, to, uh, they have to go away, disband, and pay me uh, a nice sum of money. The, the, the powers case of 2021? Exactly right. <laughs> Some ghost guns could get serial numbers under a proposed Department of Justice rule. Authorities have been sounding the alarm for years about so-called ghost guns, which can be legally built at home 
from ready-made kits or with three-day printing, 3D printing, and they're almost impossible to track. Um, that, that, it, it, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to let you, you know, continue. Yeah, yeah go, go right ahead. Do but do it, do we it, we could it. almost end this. Comp- the, we could end the reasoning for this article right here, right now. Let's do it. Of why the government's doing you know all this hullabaloo. Almost impossible to track. Yeah. It's a good thing there were guns with serial numbers that we sent to Mexico so we could track them with the serial yeah, numbers. Imagine Fast that. And Furious, but imagine that. I, w- I wonder, wonder uh, what the serial numbers were on uh, George Washington's and ben- Benjamin Franklin's firearms. Well, Earl, um, we, had, we had to track them. Uh-huh. You know, we but you know we weren't allowed to have firearms. The British said we couldn't have them because they couldn't. Track yeah, them. exactly, exactly. Weapons have been found increasingly at crime scenes, according to the Department of Justice. But it said that twenty three thousand weapons without serial numbers were seized from two thousand sixteen to two thousand twenty. Let me tell you where ninety nine percent of those weapons were seized. In New York, and in California, where they said weapons without a serial numbers are illegal. So their only crime was that you followed the law. And you made your own gun, and you didn't put a serial number on it. So now, that's the crime itself. So we're going to seize the gun. Ah. Any, any of them in Chicago? Oh, I know, I know oh, Chicago oh, yeah, has, yeah. has a lot for the usage yeah. of the weapons, yeah. but just the weapon in its state. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, I, uh, I fell into the trap. Dun, dun, dun. The firearms. Not the weapon, weapon. The firearms. Under the new rule proposed Friday, retailers are required to run background checks before selling some Gun kits and manufacturers would have to add serial numbers to the gun's receiver or frame. The public will have 90 days to comment on a rule once it's published in the Federal Register. Okay. Oh, you want to buy this kit? Yeah, you need to do a background check. Well, I thought I only do background check on buying a firearm. Well, this is a firearm kit. Well, is, is it a firearm right now? No. 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 But it could be when you take it home. So what is it right now? It's a kit. Then why do I need a background check? It could be a firearm. They're saying that an 80% <sighs> receiver, because of the ease to make it a firearm, it should have a serial number on it. So we want, they're admitting it's not a firearm. Exactly. But they want to put a serial number on it. So if it becomes a firearm, they can track it. Uh-huh. It will take, and we saw this after the, uh, the assault weapon ban in 94. Uh, it'll take about a month before the industry to come along and figure out how to make a 70% receiver. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I heard say, something. It's that not an 80% receiver. It's a 70% receiver. <laughs> it's not a firearm. No. We, well, we can even one-up it. You know, this is 80% lower. Oh, you consider that a firearm? All right. This is a 75% lower. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. But I, I saw something that the, where the, the government was trying to – I like how they're they're trying to become come up with – verbiage and language to cover everything when it's not impossible. But one of the things was if it could be made into a firearm in eight hours or less on a CNC machine in a machine shop. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Yeah. Wow. That means that the ore buried in my backyard, because in eight hours I could dig up a bunch of rocks and stone, Uh put them in a crusher, uh huh. Extract the metals. Yep. Uh, put them in a block. Yep. Because guess how long it takes to run a, a block of metal in a, in a CNC machine? I say smelt it. Yeah. Yep, yep. A block of metal in a CNC machine from a 0% block to firearm 
uh, and I know these numbers rather well. <laughs> okay? Minutes. Uh, because I, I, I quote them to people all day long. It, it runs about, uh, you know, 12 to 14 minutes. Okay. Let's just go on the high side yeah. and just for, you know, conversation. Let's say 15 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. on a CNC machine. Yeah. Uh, ballpark price tag. On it's a dollar CNC. a minute. It's a dollar no, a minute. No, on yeah. the machine itself. Oh, the machine itself. Um, a minimum for a cheesy VF1, VF2 uh, machine you're looking at, uh, you know, 50 to 100 grand. Okay. $100,000. Yeah. To be able to turn that hunk of metal into a what the ATF considers a firearm in 15 minutes. Yes. Who's got that kind of scratch? Um, well. Um, I know I don't. I, listen, you were just shooting nine mil at a plywood target. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I was done showing off. I'm broke now. Now he's broke again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's not... Even close to sane, what they're talking about with the ATF. Um, we know that based on what the definition of a receiver is, that an AR upper receiver by itself and an AR lower receiver by itself, neither one meet that standard. Right. So now they're talking also about changing that definition to where an upper receiver is a firearm and a lower receiver is a firearm. Huh? No. Yeah. Yes. So uh, it, it, it's absolutely, um, uh, it's 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 not attainable. What they're talking about, what they're what they're talking about is going back to the ATF of the Clinton era of everything's illegal. We're we're taking the door, and we're setting the sniper out to kill your wife and your dog. That's oh, you've been to Ruby Ridge. Huh? Yeah, that's where they're directing. Yeah, that's where they're directing ATF right now. Um, that's the way everything is headed. Uh, it is not going to end well. The good thing is uh, all of the judge vacancies that have been filled over the past four years, uh-huh. and there were many, 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 Yes, there were. are like now all something. very pro-gun. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very pro-gun. How much, how pro-gun you say? Pro-gun like I want to buy a tank on Amazon Prime and I want it delivered tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of pro-gun. That kind of absolutist program. So, it's uh, it's it's crap. It's 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 going to be a legal battle. It's going to be a fight. And if they try and push this through, even after all the objections, I'm just saying they better put barbed wire on top of those gates and those fences outside the Capitol. Oh, because, the, the, uh, the 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 fences that are already still up from our our national election. Well, you know why those fences we, are we there, look right? Like a third world country. Those fences are there to keep the uh, the pedophiles from breaking out and hurting all the public. Yeah, right. Um, that's what it is. I'm sorry. That's what it is. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. We will be back after the break. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. 
Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Lieutenant Colonel Benjamin J. Palmer died May 12, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Palmer, 43, of Modesto, California, was assigned to Marine Wing Headquarters Squadron 2, 2nd Marine Aircraft Wing, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Cherry Point, North Carolina. He was killed in action at Camp Dwyer, Helmand Province, Afghanistan, while supporting combat operations. It appears Lieutenant Colonel Palmer was killed by an Afghan policeman, a member of the Afghan National Civil Order Police. Enemy forces have been known to infiltrate Afghan forces in order to kill U.S. forces. While this is a serious incident, the actions of this individual do not reflect the overall actions of our Afghan partners, said Marine General James Lester. Also killed was Marine Sergeant Kevin B. Baldoff, 27, of Nashville, Tennessee. Marine Lieutenant Colonel Benjamin Palmer, Marine Sergeant Kevin B. Baldoff, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407 480 2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, uh, Kevin. Thank you for sponsoring the Fallen Hero portion of the program. I uh, uh, appreciate it. We all do. Uh, You've been doing that since day one here. By the way, Earl, um, this is now... This this show here, the show we're in right now, uh-huh. 
This is the uh, this starts the seventh year of Arms Room Radio. What? Yeah. Already? Yeah, it starts the seventh year. Wow. It seems like it's just six. I. You know. I still remember our first first time sitting oh in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, 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 what's this what, button do? What do this we do? Button do? What yeah. do we do? Yeah. One of these days we might get it right. So <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it no, goes. I'm not yeah. expecting yeah. anytime soon. I said one of these days. I didn't no, say I like know. soon. I, I didn't say. I know. Say soon, so um, you know, uh, there's a couple of good stories out here that Major Bill had. I think I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna save this one for next week. I know, folks, you don't see what I'm talking about, but that's okay because next week Major Bill will tell you what we're talking about. Until then, I'm gonna give you one called Mannequins and COVID. <laughs> All right, you're gonna go there, you're gonna go there with us, you're gonna go with us. Um, they need to get vaccinated too. Yeah, this is this is to our good friends in the Great White North. Um, this is up there in eh? uh, Canada. Um, Canada. It's Canadians <laughs> or Canadian friends up uh, Canada. Oh, Canada! There we go. Take off, uh, eh? Take off, you hoser. Um, a Canadian restaurant operator says cops in Nova Scotia paid a visit Don't after you know. being incorrectly informed that the eatery was serving guests during the pandemic lockdown. First off, what's all that about? Why are you calling in <laughs> that people are living their lives? I mean, I yeah. get that uh, you're in Canada and that you chose to stay under the king and queen when we chose not to, uh, but you're still our North American, uh, uh, you know, uh, compadres here. So, um, but uh, this, this was a uh, this was this was pretty 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 uh, interesting because they have um, mannequins inside. Okay. Uh, and they wanted it to look like from the outside that they had they're at full occupancy, you know, right. that they had or that they had patrons in there. Okay. So the every other table or every two out of three tables that were not allowed to be occupied, right? They put some mannequins in there. Oh, it's kind of like the what the what the different sports leagues did. Exactly put the, right. Put the, put the fake fans in the stands. Exactly right. Well. I don't think any of the fake sports leagues got the police called on them. (laughs) (laughs) That inanimate object's not wearing a mask. Uh, So uh, they got the popo called on them up there in uh, in Nova Scotia, Um, and uh, it uh, it's 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 pretty. I I just I just okay. Um, One um, um, mind your own darn business, eh? Right? Okay. Pretty much. Uh, um, I think that has to be said right off the bat, you know, that uh, you need to uh, take care of you and that's it. Um, but they uh, they did not. So uh, and in two, um, uh, get out of the house. Take take. You know, it's over. It's over. Uh, it was politics. Pretty the only much. science involved in this whole thing was political science. Was the covid real? Absolutely. The covid was real. So was the flu. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- ex- exactly right. Exactly. So was getting hit by a bus, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Okay. My my big thing is everybody. Oh, you should be wearing a mask. Or you should get vaccinated. Show me the FDA approval. Yeah. I'm not a lab rat. Right. Right. E- exactly. Exactly right. So uh, you should you should be out of the house by now, folks. You should be out of the house now. And and, and if you are, I never stayed uh, home. Yeah. No. I know. Um, please uh, listen. The uh, this is the the tea room. It's the Ardmore Tea Room. Their their Instagram feed said, "Please don't call the police on us. Please." <laughs> Uh, it's just a mannequin. Uh, it helps us with social distancing. Please, please don't do it. So it's it's. Uh, I I thought it was kind of humorous um, uh, that uh, you you have people that are 
so locked in to the COVID nonsense and the COVID restrictions that uh, if they didn't do this, they would be um, ostracized. They would be called out. They would uh, they would have um, you know uh, they'd be they'd be they'd be shunned. This is mask shunning. This is social distance shunning. Yeah. This is this is this is everything that uh, that we're all we all hate and we're all upset. I've, uh, I've been hearing that that's that's been a a uh, option being floated around by some of the 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 left wingers of either mask and or vaccine shunning people. Like, yeah, you're not my doctor. Yeah. I don't discuss my medical issues with you. Listen, our governor here in Florida, I think he said it best uh, this past week. He, he he rescinded all mask orders, all uh, um, dis- social distancing uh, orders, and said, uh, listen, if you're a private business and you want to do that, that's fine still. But no government agencies will do that to you at all, uh, including you cities. And there was a bunch of whiny cities, uh, St. Pete. Uh, Miami Dade, they all they complained, and oh, and, and what's the representative, former governor Charlie Crist, he complained also, um, and he's, they said uh, no, we're done, we're done, knock it off, all right, it's over with, all right, um, you know, uh, California has been doing everything in their powers to keep people locked down, and yet we we, we both have the same rates, okay, yeah, uh, and we've been back at work for a year here, over a year in Florida, so knock it off, it's over with, it's about control, and we're not doing that. No fines, no nothing. Everything that's out there is bad. Oh, and any notice of a vaccine card in the state of Florida is illegal. Mm-hmm. Illegal. And that meant the cruise industries, Earl, all the cruise industries that sail out of oh, yeah. Jacksonville, Canaveral, Port Everglades, and Miami, and Key West, uh-huh. and Tampa, and St. Pete, uh, and Pensacola, um, they are not allowed to ask for a vaccine card. <laughs> not allowed to. Cannot. Cannot ask. Otherwise, they go into jail. They go into the pokey. They go into the Gray Bar Motel. That's going to have to be a big pokey to fit that cruise ship. Well, you know, we'll just put it, we'll put it in uh, Lake Okeechobee. Yeah. Oh. Uh, hey, uh, okay. Like, like, like yeah. a popka. Yeah. You know, Lake Okeechobee would be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's uh, that stuff's done. That stuff is uh, is done and over with, and uh, you cannot, cannot have that happen there anymore in Florida. So uh, very nice. Thank you, Governor. People around the country are now screaming that he's trying to kill us all. He's trying to kill everybody. What about the new strain? You know what he said? This is what got me on the topic, girl, because you just said it. Folks, either you believe the science or you don't. Everybody's gotten vaccinated. What are we doing? If we're vaccinated, we're vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. If we're vaccinated, why are we social distancing? If we're vaccinated, why are we wearing a mask? Listen, do you believe the science or don't you? He threw it right back in her face. And they went, or they did the whole, yeah. I go with, uh, if, if you allow government to violate the Constitution because of an emergency act, right. there will always be an emergency oh, yeah. act. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely right. Absolutely right. It's, it's, that's the way it's going to go. That's, that's the way it always ends up. That's the way it always ends up. So that's it. Um, hold on. So what happened to the clock? Colton, how much time we got left on this segment? I'm running. I'm, my, my clock's running slow here. He didn't push the button. Somewhere yeah. around a minute. We got about a minute oh, left. Okay, minute. We, got, we, got ah! a minute left. we got a minute. So wrap it up. Wrap yeah, it wrap, up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah, we were, we were almost there. So, um, I, you know, there were some people I know that were looking at cruises, Earl, and I know one of the big cruise lines, I think it's a, a Norwegian cruise lines. Okay. Uh, they were getting ready to open up. The governor had allowed them to open back up in July. But now that this has happened, they've said uh, we may not be opening up back in Florida. To which the governor said, 
Oh, I guess you don't want your uh, you don't want your tax exemptions either. With you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sorry about so that. so yeah. so we have some Florida dock space available yeah, yeah, coming exactly up. Right, exactly right. Cool, not a Listen, problem. We're going to start calling this guy Captain Florida instead of Governor DeSantis. <laughs> I, I Captain Florida throws his mighty shield. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's been all kinds of memes of talking of DeSantis Trump 2024. Yep. Right, right, right. That would be awesome. Yep. But I don't want to lose him in Florida. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Folks, uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We got more for you after the break. Stick around. And we got jokes, too. Jokes. The Deltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world. Your mic is live. Dot com studios. It's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Um, hey, there's some, some training coming up. I want to uh, you know, give you guys some uh, information on some training. I know if you're down here in the southeast, uh, it's not too, uh, not too often we get to see these instructors. And you've heard them on the program here before, uh, Clint Macro and uh, Matt Mallory. Uh, they're from Meet the Pressers and from um, uh, Trigger Pressers Union. In fact, you can go to TriggerPressersUnion.com. That's TriggerPressersUnion.com. Uh, I've got some training coming up in uh, Graham, Alabama. Um, I'm pretty sure Clint's going to make you wear shoes. So if you're there in Alabama, make sure you I'm wear out. shoes. Um, that's uh, let's see. And then we well, flip flops would be all right. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, it is all the right. South. Right. It is the South. Well, we, 
Okay. We can wear flip flops down here. Flip flops, I'm definitely I'm good with Crocs. Yeah. Cro- oh no 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 no. You're you know, <laughs> no 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 no. A man over ten years old. <laughs> only time they should be wearing Crocs is when they're actively clamming, like when they're out on a sandbar, um, or on the boat. You know that's that's the only time a man over ten. Uh, I'll, women, I'll let them wear it till they're like you know, like sixteen, eighteen. Okay. But other than that, no, no, absolutely not. What? No, no. You know what those little holes in Crocs are for? What? That's where your dignity oozes out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about a pair of flip flops made by Crocs? Are they flip Crocs or flip flops? Do they have the little holes in them? No. Oh, they're good then. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're good then. Yeah. That's Jesus what, sandals, okay. That, that, Jesus that's sandals, what okay. I have. Yeah. yeah those are okay. <laughs> Listen, I, we got a good friend of ours. In fact, we're going to see him tonight. He's got Croc boots. <laughs> he got the Croc boots. Yeah, yeah. And I give him hell, even if he's not wearing them. He's he's catching hell for <laughs> the gentleman, ladies and gentlemen. This is the owner of Croc. He may not be wearing them, but he currently owns Croc boots. <laughs> so let's give it up for Croc boot wear. Um, then in Marietta, Georgia, uh, the uh, they've, they're running another course there. That's uh, the Concealed Carry and Home Defense Fundamentals, and uh, the one in Alabama is the Defensive Shooting Fundamentals. A level one of both the U.S. Concealed Carry Association courses. Uh, so check them out at uh, TriggerPressersUnion.com. We'll get them on here soon. We'll probably even uh, start running some ads for them here soon. So that's uh, Georgia and Alabama. Georgia and Alabama. So uh, check them out. Check them out. Good guys. Uh, that's my singing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, right, let's let's jump out to uh, Teller County, Colorado. Teller County, Colorado. The sheriff out there. His, uh, his, his sheriff, um, Jason Mike Sell, Jason Mike Sell, and he has uh, gone on board on record to say, "Hey y'all, I, I guess listen." <laughs> I, I'm assuming he said y'all because he's from that. He's from like the country part of uh, Colorado. He's yeah, like a yeah, okay. he's like a All like right. a like All a right. half hour hour west uh, of Colorado Springs, yeah. like two hours south of Denver. Okay, so it's he's, I'm, I'm assuming he said, "Hey y'all," but he definitely didn't say, "Hey you guys." Okay, we know that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, right, yeah, right. I'd, I would much rather go with "Hey y'all" than "Hey right. you guys." There we go. So he said, uh, "Hey y'all, um, I want everybody to know I am the duly appointed uh, chief law enforcement officer, elected constitutional officer here in Teller County, and uh, we are a section Second Amendment a sanctuary. And um, if any of them, 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 their Fed boys come down." And they want to enforce their new uh, unconstitutional gun laws? Well, we'll meet them at the county line because we got a little something, something for them. Nice, nice. So they they, they don't like revenueers from the government. We we don't like no government revenueers. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all stay away. You know, <laughs> go regulate your, your your alcohol and your tobacco. You leave our firearms alone. Well, uh, I, I honestly don't want them regulating alcohol and tobacco. Well, that's one at a time. One at a time. <laughs> you know, listen, you you can't stop them with a the bottle of booze, but you can stop them with the guns. I think. I figure. I I, I, I can keep them well, entertained you know with a bottle. Of booze. Yeah, alcohol. You you can put a little rag in it, a little little lighter. You know, you're just, yeah. you know, get to get that high test stuff. Though. Yeah, get that yeah. hundred plus proof. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll them around. Yeah, yeah, roll them around. around. Yeah, that's it. Uh, It'll be all right. Try to be all right. <laughs> that's it. Uh, Let's see, let's see. Yeah, so the sheriff there has said, listen, um, we are Sanctuary County. Uh, we will not uh, allow any of your Second Amendment laws to be enforced here. In fact, if your people, your federal, like, like Earl said, the, the, the government revenue has come in here, uh, we, will, we will actively resist them. It's not just a, uh, we're not going to do it. Um, I, I, folks, I know what you're saying. You're saying, uh, oh, Mike, come on, Earl, come on. How can that be real? Well, listen, right now, these sanctuary counties, by the way, 
it's over 50% of sanctuary counties in the United States are now Second Amendment sanctuary counties. Nice. Yeah, and it's continuing to rise. Um, the uh, Wow. You, you, it it, it kind of slips under the radar. But think about it, folks. That many counties and or that many states, yeah, yeah. those elected officials have an idea of where our national federal administration is going. Yeah. And they don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had enough. We had enough is, yeah. is what they've said. Um, I, I've been asked, well, is it this largely symbolic? Well, it, it is right now. It really is. Um, they are the, the, uh, the duly elected chief uh, law enforcement officer constitutionally, duly elected chief constitutional officer there, law enforcement officer in their counties. If they say we're not enforcing this law, they were not enforcing this law. Why is it symbolic right now? Because those laws haven't been passed yet. Um, mm-hmm. So when these laws come down and then the sheriff says, uh-uh, no, no, sir, no, sir, you know, you're not you're not going to see these enforced in those in those counties or in those cities inside those counties. So this is a big deal. These numbers continue to go up. We like I said, we're at uh, it's over 50 percent of U.S. counties right now. Well, folks, listen, um, you saw the political map. You saw the election map. Uh, you saw the total number of counties, uh, uh, you know, el- that elected uh, uh, President Biden. It's because we have a we have a, a couple of uh, and I think it was a thirty counties, was it it was thirty counties that that Biden won something like that it was something ridiculous I don't remember yeah yeah uh, let me see here if I can find this real quick the one uh, one thing I do remember while he's looking that up folks is I remember seeing something online talking about one of the one of their little pushes is trying to get rid of the electoral college if that happens if you do not live in the city limits of Los Angeles or New York, it doesn't matter which way you want to vote. If they win, you know, if, if whichever political party wins the uh, residents of Los Angeles and New York City, that's the way our country is going. They don't understand the, the value and validity of the uh, electoral college that just because millions of people live in two cities of this country does not dictate how the entire country goes. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Earl. Um, there are just over 3000 counties and that includes the parishes in, uh, in Louisiana, because I know that's a bar question. Yeah, yeah I'll say um, for for argument's sake, they're <laughs> counties as well. Um, th- just over three thousand counties. Um, uh, Biden uh, won sixteen percent of them. Yeah, sixteen percent. Yeah, of I, I, I okay. have a tough time believing eighty million people came out and voted for him. Well, I believe there may have been eighty million votes. You know that were oh yeah, the I'm machines, not saying you know? yeah, I'm not saying you know eighty million votes weren't cast, yeah. but eighty million people didn't come out. And yeah, vote that's for exactly it. exactly right. And, and, I, I, you and know supposedly, the more and more of that story is coming to light. Arizona, have you seen what's going on in there? Listen, now they're they're shutting down the uh, the power and the utilities there, so people can't. Do the audits? What? Oh, it's just. I hadn't heard that. I, I heard that I, somebody sent a team of a hundred lawyers to try and stop. Yeah. An audit. Yeah. Of the voting. Yeah. Last I heard was from uh, from friends of ours down there uh, that um, 
they were shutting down the utilities. Wow. You know, so, you know, okay. they, were, they were doing everything they could to roadblock this. My, my whole so. thing is, you know, it just, just on what I heard of sending 100 lawyers to stop the audit of a national election. Yep. Why? Yeah. If well. you won legitimately, then this will prove you well. won legitimately. There's, there's your reasoning right there. Do you have to go any further? Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you do. I'm, I'm going old school. Things that make you go. Things that hmm. make you go. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Exactly. Exactly right. All right, Earl. Well, that's uh, that kind of wraps it up here for the program. Wrap I, it uh, up. Wrap it I up. I want to thank uh, Mr. Todd Fossey from uh, thisisids.com. Check him out there. Uh, uh, next week, we got more program for you. The week after that, we got more program for you. And uh, it's been a pleasure uh, pleasure hanging out with you. Check us out, uh, armsroomradio.com. Uh, check us out at uh, rundown.us. And, uh uh, listen, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, as always, keep your head on a swivel. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.